0: Yeah. It's Tom Waits off the, um, foreign affairs record, uh, with real tiny writing. I'm not sure, um, uh, the name of that song <laughs> you can guess or, uh, find out. We're going back to the basement. This is Philip Peters, Philip Peters. Um, if you dig this go on uh, Bandcamp and look for it, I'm going to try to get any, some more information off this thing. Um, uh, Um, this is welcome to the quiet room, uh, by, by quiet room. I'm not sure. I don't I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me uh, read this. So Philip Peters, singer, songwriter, recording artist, welcome to the quiet room. So I guess that is the name of the record by quiet room. So I guess that's what Philip Peters uh, alter ego might be quiet room. And, uh, this is, God, can I make this bigger? carbon dioxide girl and see so you guys up and if you dig this um look for philip peters Bandcamp. that's where there's that's where you find it the circles are going in a circle and, and the pause thing came back that's always a good sign but you know uh usually it's uh here we go Yeah, Yeah, that's off my Latin Hurricane record. Um, these are the uh, uh, Los Cinco Caballeros. <laughs> and that was uh, Olympia Botas. And we're going back to the basement. This is uh, Eric Ammerman. If you dig this, you can find it on Bandcamp. This is off uh, the Low Trees EP. And this song is called Blinds. Uh, Eric Ammerman And let's see We got that And that's up That's the pause Everything's in place Just like... These blinds have been drawn At
1: least 200 times
0: Yeah, it's Funkadelic off of uh, The Greatest Hits, um, uh, 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 Perfect Process, the name of that song. I'm um, going back to the basement. This is Adnan Choudhury, Adnan Choudhury, if you dig this. Um, I got to play this one because it's uh, called Surf and Sitar. And uh, let's see, let's... Uh, the pause button in the lines it's a good sign the lines are dots of going across I means something's happening uh sometimes i get impatient and i have to hit it again here we go Yeah, it's Jan and Dean, and the wrecking crew, no doubts. Um, I got to drive, <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty bad, huh? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They got some good songs, and I'm sure they're, you know, it was like that. But that one, they were uh, paying bills with that song, definitely. All right, uh we're going back to the basement. this is manly Martian oh shit hold on sorry sorry i mean I mean to curse uh when I, I like to reserve the cursing for you know making a point about something all right i'm I'm kinda getting myself situated. I got these glasses on they're great for kind of looking around. Uh, looking around, but they're not uh they're not uh so I'm, I'm enlarging this Mar, uh, Manly Martian is a studio project formed in 2009 by multi-instrumentalist, Nathan Manly and D Martin Martian. I'm sorry. Their upcoming double album planet, uh, F will be uh, comprised of eight tracks and without vocals. And it will feature eight dot, 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 Read more. Um, you got, uh, I can't if I get off this page, I may never be able to get back. Um, this song is called Albatross. If you dig this, look for Manly Martian on Reverb Nation. Albatross, you can turn that up there. The dot is, uh, getting chased around in a circle. This dog chasing its tail one, whatever it's called. I don't know. I'm sure there's a name for that one, but it assures me that something is, uh, happening. It has recognized that I did request the song, um, Oh, I don't do that. So I got this thing. I just updated the um, operating system on this, and here we go. And um, it keeps asking me for uh, Apple ID, and I bought this thing used, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it's Aerosmith, sick as a dog off of uh, rocks. <laughs> That's right. Um, we had some before that, too. Um, There's some uh, Johnny Cash and Air off of uh, really early uh, Sun Records stuff. Um, and then I got this record. It's um, uh, 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 Front, R-O-T-R. And it's, it's, oh, I forget what they Oh, Rodney on the rock, um, who is a big promoter of, um, like an LA punk bands back in the day. And that was, um, what was that? Power? No, it was called uh, wild wild by, uh, uh, I forget. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, we're going back to the basement. This is Brett Allen Gregory and this is uh tales of the of the bed yam uh that's the name of the record and uh hold on a second um i think we're gonna do this song this is country girl touching that gregory wait uh brett allen gregory if you dig this band camp a uh, country girl. Um Yeah, he's uh, out of um Northern California. Livermore. I know where that is. Pause button's there. It's waiting. I close my eyes, but I can't sleep.
1: the what your love's done to me. I know you want to take your sweet time. Pretty girl I'm about to new I know your loving's just what I need down this road doing double time my heart ain't stopping for no stop sign You hear me under a moonlit night, one little kiss and a bit of my mind on my heart That summer's night you blew my world apart There's just one thing that I'm thinking of Round one.
0: Sorry about the quality of that one But you know You just You get what you get But that's a good tune That's Donovan Um, uh, 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 Fisher King What is it? Uh, Three King Fishers Yes Uh, Going back to the basement This is What is this? Uh, Instrumental rock uh, Featured song Here we go This is Todd B If you dig this He's out of Everett, Washington. Everett. Um, let's do. Um... Song's called Snake Bite. Todd B., if you dig this on Band. Uh, I'm sorry, it's uh... Reverb Nation. Todd B. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Mr. America, walk on by your supermarket dream. Mr. America, walk on by the liquor store supreme. Mr. America, try to hide the product of your savage pride, the useful minds that it denied, the day you shrugged and stared.
0: Thanks for tuning in. It's been Bug Out Square. It's radio. Hit that donate button. Thank you, contributors. Nice group this week. And, uh, you know, do what you got to do to to do. I know everybody Uh, knows about.
2: I ain't going to point no fingers. I don't want nobody to point no fingers. (laughs) But I, right on, yeah. (laughs) I think it'll break it
3: down.
2: Stone, stone, jacket. Stone, jacket. stone, stone, jacket. Stone, jacket. stone, stone, jacket. stone, stone, jacket. Stone, jacket. Stone, jacket. stone, stone, jacket. stone, stone, jacket. stone, 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 You ain't no better than, than our typical sailor. You just got money, you can spit out at wheel. But when come aches and pains, you still use I feel like I fell in a hole. (laughs) You know, that hit home everywhere. (laughs) Now that might sound funky, so I don't mean to mislead so you can retract the thought of you on drugs or weed. Yeah, that ain't my business. You know what you do. I'm just singing for the majority of you. Should I say, Mr. Snow Junkie?
4: Wednesday, it's high noon, we're about to get high here on Mutiny Radio, we're about to get this going, and uh, spark up some bowls, be excited, I am joined by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, it's been a while. It's
5: been a while. Where have you been? What have you been up to? I was in Kansas City. Uh, You,
4: oh boy, you went home to visit the fam.
5: Yeah, I did, it was my uncle's 80th birthday. Oh, wow. yeah, and I saw a lot of relatives who I'd seen in a long time. Good party? Good party. Yeah, it was great. And I kind of miss the Midwest, speaking of nice people. Oh. You know, of course, you'll run oh into some... There were some Trump supporters at his party, but Ooh. it's funny. they th- These white folks come to a black man's 80th birthday party and they're Trump supporters. <gasps> and it was so funny because I asked my uncle, I'm like, how can they, like... They know you're black, right? <laughs> and he's married to a white black. woman, so it's just like, well, you know, and he's just like, yeah, it's really weird though, right? I'm like, yeah, it is. It's but, but I, don't, but I can't really believe nice there people. are still Trump
4: supporters. Yeah. I can't believe they still exist. They
5: were, they were really nice people. I did not have any
4: political conversations with them. No, nope, you should talk about porn with them, though. I know, <laughs> I know how much you love porn. You and I know have. how much Trump loves yeah. porn stars since oh, they've all been coming God. out last week about their nondisclosure agreements no. with his lawyer and not with him. So they really aren't breaking a conflict of interest. How can by, you sleep with that? How can you just... Well, you even, do it for money. It's prostitution. It's great. It's, you know... But at the porn time, is the only thing. Prostitution is illegal unless you film it and then you sell it. Right. And it's porn and then it's legal and you can make money off it. I don't get it. I, I mean,
5: it just. I mean, I, I, it, he's ew,
4: He's just so fucked. So, but bro. he can pay for sex and he's the president and everybody's okay with it.
5: Uh, by the way, can I say like, okay, it's Stormy Daniels. That's her name. The Stormy she's the porn star. Stormy Daniels. 120. More, 128 grand is not enough for me to be paid off. That's how that's, that's how she got paid off. Hmm. Well, That's not but enough back money. In the day, you you can That was not. in 2006. But you even even for 2006's time, you couldn't even buy a house here in SF for 126 right. grand. You can
4: buy you can buy a house in Mexico for,
5: for that. You can buy a lot of things in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, mm. how was your trip?
4: Well, what I learned about Mexico is that everyone hates Mexicans. Even <laughs> even the Mexicans hate Mexicans. <laughs> so, down there the federales are pulling over where we stayed. We stayed at the same place that we stayed in December and this time the federales posted at this one area over a bridge and they were stopping all the, get this, brown people. Oh. They're letting all the white people going through. The brown people in are stopping the brown, in their own country, the brown people are stopping the brown people, pulling them out of their cars, taking, looking at their phones, taking pictures of their license plates and then letting them go. Or getting their weed or whatever basically it's incredibly hard to get weed in Mexico right now because so everyone's so worried because they're like they're trying to keep all the Americans safe now so the federales are keeping the white people safe so what they're doing is subjugating their own people it is crazy why does everybody hate Mexicans they are the nicest they smile at you on the street they wave everybody says hello they cook from scratch they're the most amazing people that are, and they don't even get access to the own beauty of their own land. What's happening now is all of these amazing like huge building complexes are taking up all the shoreline and making it impossible to get to the beautiful beaches unless you walk through the rich people place. But you can't walk through the rich people place unless you have a room number. So Jonathan and I, we outsmarted them. So we wanted to go in Cabo San dog shit. We wanted, to, <laughs> we wanted to go to this. There's this beautiful place. Yeah. So there's this beautiful place where there's the Pacific side. So there's this Cabo San dog shit has this. It's where the, the all it's a, a marina where all of the ships come in and the huge. is parked there the princess thing and all the white people come and everything's in dollars unless you go like two blocks off of it and then you have the best tacos for nothing it's amazing jonathan and i know we understand mexico he speaks spanish anyways so we're trying to find this really beautiful place that's on the pacific ocean and i'm looking at all of the maps and i'm like there's no way to get through unless we go through one of these resorts right so we walk up this road to this resort and we're following this lady and her kid and um I go, Jonathan, just follow the lady and the kid. They'll think we're with the lady and the kid. And they did. But Jonathan hears them say, when they asked for a room number, they said 6402. So Jonathan goes our room number is 6404 so we walk in and we walk by this beautiful thing and we're trying not to have our mouths open like it's so gorgeous there's everything's incredible it's so palatial <laughs> and we're walking through and and the, oh welcome back senori senora ah welcome back ah hello we wave at them we're walking through blah 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 so we walk through and we walk out to where the beach is and we're like ah this is at the beautiful beach and we go down these stairs and there's a guy with a clipboard, and. Uh, He's like, oh, hey, you're going to the beach, great. What's your room number? 6404, great. So we go down there, and there's people with clipboards everywhere making sure Uh, on this beach, uh, which is a public beach, but now they've made it, there's no way to get through unless you go through the rich people stuff. So they're basically keeping like the the Mexicans out of their own place. It's crazy to me that- That vacation would have made me mad. It was, it was, you know. So, So we pretended, we're like, we're like, we're white. Use when your privilege. Use the privilege. So we, like, used the amenities and sat by the beautiful pool. And nobody questioned us because we were in room 6404. And it was a seven-story building. So this, I mean, 6'4", we're up at the top. So we're obviously rich people. But I, it was crazy. We Obviously, we couldn't afford to stay there. But we're white enough that they believed that we could potentially. Maybe our parents were paying for us.
5: <laughs> wow. So it was...
4: Different from the couple months that you were there back in December. Yeah, it was um well so we stay in um San Jose del Cabo, which is like a really great town. And then you get on the bus and it costs two fifty and you can take it to Cabo San Dog shit. And it's nice because you see the arch from the bus and you get down there. I love but then call it that it well it. no, because it's it's so catered to tourists and rich people. And we picked up a real estate magazine where you can buy houses for $12 million on these hills. We're just stealing their land. It's like we don't even have enough of our own land to steal. Now we have to go to Mexico and steal their land with our rich, stupid dollars. It's, just, it's so sad how money is corrupting. Uh, you uh, just I mean, see money corrupting things, even it, in other countries. It's
5: and And then to have the audacity to want to build a wall. Right. Well, so and then and then degrade the Mexican folks. Support
4: poor Mexican folks, and they they are rich in spirit, and they are rich in abilities. And my God, they nobody has a better work ethic than Mexicans. They all there are no homeless people in there are no homeless people because everybody has a motherfucking job. Or jobs jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I want wow. to move there so badly, and things are really inexpensive. I mean, for now. Yeah, for now. We so when we got, uh, we went to Cabo San Dogship but we went off the beaten path. We were a couple, and we found this amazing taco place. And it's funny because we walk in there, and there's Mexican people eating there, and we sit down, and they're like, Mexican guys are like, you found the best tacos in Cabo San Lucas, and I was like, yeah, sure, we did. We sit down. We had, we had four tacos. They gave us bowls of beans and all of these salsas. We, we had two beers, and it was 180 pesos. That's $10. <laughs> it was $10 for four tacos, two bowls of beans, four or five salsas, chips, chips, two. And then I had a carne asada and a fish one, and he had two El Pastor and two Modelo Especiales. 180 pesos. We give him 200 and he tries to give us change. We said, "No, here's 20 more pesos for a tip." He's like, "Oh. Oh, gracias. Thank you." We're like, "Yeah. What is happening here?" I mean, no. Crazy. To F to SF's uh
5: <laughs> to break that down on SF cash flow, right. that would be $28 sure. Yeah, two beers, <laughs> $30. Well, the, beers, the beers would
4: have been 10. Yeah. And then the tacos would have been at least, I mean, even the fish tacos at Rubio's right now are $3.99 a piece. So it would have been, we'll say $4 a taco. So yeah, 16 10 Yeah. With tip, we would have been looking at 28 Oh, Same wow. meal. Same I was meal. just
5: throwing a number out there, but-
4: No, no. You're it. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You're exactly right. Oh,
5: that. see, that was another thing too. Like going back to Kansas City, things were cheap.
4: Ah, yeah. yeah.
5: Like I- we had like a nice brunch and took my aunt and my brother out to brunch yeah brunch. and it was like a open buffet with like you know the guy made omelets right on the spot and oh, shit yeah. and like there's seafood
4: midwest seafood huh oh my gosh was it was it it was, dip- it was good it okay was, it was all right there's shrimps
5: i stuck with the trout though because oh all that's right. more local sure um but so, and we drank a bunch of mimosas, everything for all the stuff that we had, everything was $150 for three of us and a bunch of mimosas, yeah. Because I had three like three. six, right? <laughs> and my brother had four, and then my aunt had two, and then plus the, you know our entree, so, so 150 bucks, which you know, here that'd have been probably 200, yeah, absolutely, 250 bucks, yeah.
4: Oh, god, this it's, place, yeah, coming back was um. Difficult. So, when we before we left, we're in the airport and we're like, all right, we're on vacation, let's have a beer. We got two beers at the airport without tip, and Jonathan didn't tip because it was so insane. It was $24.10 for two beers at the airport. And here at SF At SFO. I know it was it was like Warriors beers. What? I know it's like Warriors beers. It's like what? Oco. It's like that was like 49ers beers. That was like I know, and twenty-four dollars and ten cents. That means that they were twelve dollars and five cents a piece. I know, I know, I know.
5: Wait, what part were you guys at, by the way? We were just in
4: SFO with the waiting Virgin America. Okay, okay,
5: I know where you guys... Were you guys at Perry's or... um, We went to
4: the... Laura, it was... um, it, she's a person from Cat Cora's Grill or something. But oh, it was like, I walked we're by sitting there. we there and I'm like, we just thought, oh, we'll get, we're like, oh, they have Lagunitas. We'll get two Lagunitas before we go. We had no, we were thinking maybe they'd be like nine bucks a piece. Right. So like 19 bucks, We thought we'd give them a 20. We're like, eh, we'll give them a 20 for two beers. We'll be fine. Yeah. We're on vacation. But then it was $24.10. I was like, oh, my God. And it's just the fuck,
5: and the airport shit is bad. Oh, coming back, see, um, we, Marcus and I, we were hungry and we didn't have any food at the house, so we stopped by the cafe. There's this uh, cafe um, in the, uh, the uh, Qantas side of the airport. Mm-hmm. And so, like Marcus got an Americano. I didn't get anything to drink. I got a salad and like a spinach pie, and he got a spinach pie. $30! Whoa! I saw how much my salad was thirteen ninety nine. It was just in one of those plastic containers. I'm like, motherfucker! I'm, and, and I why had to throw the spinach pie away because it was bad. It why was does broke. the airport
4: have a, a tax on it?
5: Who's Extreme taxing
4: tax. the airport? Is it a governmental tax? Is it just they I know that we're I've never they have up. us trapped? Is it because is it help? Does it help pay for the security? Because we have to be inside security when we're there.
5: I just don't understand where the money's going. Yeah, I I never looked it up. I've never, you know,
4: I've always why it costs $9 to get on BART to get to the airport. There's like a $4 airport tax.
5: It is pricey to get to BART from the airport. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're traveling anywhere, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's insane. But I do have a habit of like, if I'm going to fly someplace, because I do like SFO's airport. It's nice. I do want to sit and have a Bloody Mary, which I know I'm going to pay 12 or $15. $15
4: for you. (laughs) I know, And I swallow I my
5: pride. I know. And I you don't have buy
4: another one. You could buy a bottle of vodka for $15. <laughs> you could buy the Bloody Mary mix and the vodka. Yeah, it's. And maybe some olives. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I have no idea what's happening in the this world. this town. <laughs> I, well, and it's, I mean, the question, is it life? Is life getting that expensive? It just is. It's, it's, it just is. It is, and then the wages
5: are still stagnant. Mm. And if you have health insurance, that's going up. And you know, oh. you can't get a nice. You can't drink two beers for under
4: ten bucks. Though I did. I did in Kansas
5: City, oh, it five
4: dollars. Well, but alcohol is cheap in the Midwest. Yeah, because that.
5: all you got to do is drink.
4: That's all. Yeah, because how else? I you know how else can we be happiest people? I, I don't have any idea. I had some I'm so good-ass confused. beer for five dollars. Like I had three. That's fifteen dollars. Yeah. Well, that was like. So we spent all our pesos sitting at the out the beautiful outdoor bar and. Um, San Jose del Cabo. And we were waiting. We got there. We took the bus. We got there. We were waiting. And we knew we had time to wait or whatever. And so we just were like, well, we'll just drink up our pesos. And so we had about 20 bucks in pesos left. And we had five beers. And that's, I feel like that's great. And that that's expensive for Mexico because it was like 110 pesos for 20 tacates. So 110 pesos is about 650. Oh, so when wow. you go to like a corner store, so we were getting uh, twelve Indios, which are a good brown Mexican beer. El Indio, love it. Uh, it was 145 for twelve, so still less than ten dollars for twelve beers. It was like eight I'm, bucks, seven fifty, seven seven eight bucks.
5: You know, I've never been to Mexico. I don't know what the fuck I'm waiting on. Yeah.
4: Oh, go. It's like, great. So I can like spend some money and have a good time. Yeah. And if you're if people if you're listening to this podcast and you want to go to Mexico, let me tell. You. I Jonathan and I spent, and I'm not even kidding you, all told, with even the snap with the end, his phone wasn't working when we came back, so we didn't get to pay, have a lift, so we had to take a, a cab, so we had to pay extra money there, but with the cab, with everything, both with even including the $24 beers at the top of our trip, we spent $1,395. Which is? $1,395, which counts. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's it. it. For seven days, seven days for airfare staying in the most amazing Airbnb all of our food all of our fun times all of our bus rides everything everything and we, we we had want for nothing the whole time we drank whenever we wanted to drink we went out to bars I sang karaoke we did we did everything we wanted to do and we spent less than fourteen hundred dollars and did you seven hundred set with seven hundred dollars so a hundred dollars a day per person including everything. That's what we did.
5: And did you, like, guys get groceries
4: and cook in the home? Yes. So oh. the Airbnb that we stay at is amazing. And it has this really big kitchen, and it overlooks the ocean, and it's super oh. gorgeous. And I love cooking anyway. So the first day we got there, we went to El- La Comer, which is this big grocery store, and we spent... One thousand ninety-five pesos, which is basically like sixty-five bucks, oh, and nice. we had—we actually left them some food. Uh, we went back for more fruit because we—we had a smoothie every morning that would have all the different local fruits, and uh, we. Had one with uh, there was a kiwi avocado one I made that was mm-hmm. insane. It was kiwi avocado pineapple. <laughs> that oh, it was a great smoothie uh, with uh, I think mango uh, yogurt. Anyways, we're making smoothies every morning. So like I'd wake up and I'd go in the kitchen and I'd make the smoothies and we'd make a big pot of coffee and we bought a big thing of whiskey. That too. We had a big bottle of whiskey. And stuff. So whiskey in our coffee every morning <laughs> and we had smoothies. smoothies. <laughs> and then if we were hungry in a little bit, I'd be like, oh, do we want like steak and eggs? This was the craziest thing in Mexico. This so cheap. Beef. I don't know why beef is cheap in Mexico, and it tastes so good. We got two uh, New York strip steaks, and they were big, for 44 pesos. Okay, let me do the math for people. That's like $2.50 Jeez. for two, and they were so good. They were so good, and I used them in all different ways, and I made one of them. I mean, it was crazy. Mexico is an amazing place. It was like... Yeah, it's
5: it was crazy. Did you check out other than like the, you know, the 12 million dollar homes? Did you see how much a modest home like if you were yeah. to decide to move there? Did you
4: see we could buy land? So the way to do it, and we saw some different plots, um, and the closer you are to the beach, obviously the more expensive the plots are, but we saw plots ranging from 5,000 to 36,000. Now the thing is when you buy land in Mexico, you don't actually buy it forever. You get a 99-year lease from the government of Mexico, and it's, it's sort of one of, the, one of the only socialist things they do, and it makes sense, is that if you buy the land, you're gonna use it in your lifetime, and you can pass that to your kids, but if it's your grandkids, Where's that land going to go? Back to the fucking government or they can buy it again. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if any of those leases has been up since they've started doing that because it was a 99-year lease. But, like, it's a, right? Like, if you buy the land, if you give it to your grandkids, they didn't do anything for that. Fuck them. Like, don't and if, they don't make, if they haven't already made it, if you don't have enough money for them to rebuy it, rebuy the fucking land. You know? Like, no. right? Get a job. It's a little bit of socialism. It's like this whole, like, Your parents were rich, so you're rich. I think that that's one of the things that fucks up Americans is that the people that are born on third base go, well, I deserve it. It's mine, and I deserve it, and I'm entitled because that's my parents did that. It's like, I don't know. I just think that if it was more every man, because I'm like, you know, the every man. I'm like every man for himself kind of thing in socialism. It it breaks down the field because it makes it so that it takes out what we have with this Trump problem, or with, with the 1%, it, it it just abolishes the 1%. Because mm.
6: when,
4: when you're born on third base and home plate, and when you go to, let's say you did go to, your parents are rich and you went to Stanford and you get out then your parents have connections that they give you or they can buy you can buy your way into things cuz you have money you know it's like the struggle you say, is not real the for struggle you. is not real so you're already in you're already in you're already in you're you're good but then we we laud that we appreciate that with all of our media and pr- the idea of a princess or that you're going to marry somebody rich or if we could just wipe the just a little more socialism now we don't need to go hardcore marxism right away but if we could just you know j- put yeah. the cap you don't need to make more than a million dollars a year. who needs the 12 million dollar homes i should have brought the book home for you it is insane the homes that people are building on these these fortresses on the mountains of mexico that overlook all the beautiful oceans and ridiculous <sighs> cement and all the cement and they're and the thing is, if a hurricane happens, is everything going to be destroyed? And then is that because yeah. they can afford the insurance and they they get their money back anyway? It's like...
5: But still, I mean, like... <clears throat> That's another thing to think about. I like that theory the fact of like, you know,
4: building a $12 million home, knowing God In a damn hurricane way. zone. Yeah. Florida. There was a hurricane four years ago that knocked everything out. We talked to Adrian, the guy who runs the Airbnb. He's like their person who lives there and he's a badass fucking shout out. He got deported from here. He can never come back to the United States. What? He was, he was, he's from Gilroy. He wasn't born here, but his brother was. So half his family is here in Gilroy and he can't ever go back. God. He can never see his family in the United States again because he's been deported. And he had this five year thing but they didn't tell him about it where he's supposed to apply for something but he didn't because he didn't know about it and now he can never go back
5: fucking trickery ass he, how
4: long ago was this th- very recently he oh. like nine years or something, 30 se- he lives 37 years in Gilroy 37 years and the majority of his family lives there and he can't go back so he told us four years ago there was a hurricane and it was so bad the power was out for a month oh shit a month Um, There was no electricity, no no water.
5: Sounds like Puerto Rico right now. For
4: a month. Imagine imagine here in San Francisco if there was no electricity for a week.
5: The white people go crazy. It would be,
4: it would be chaos. People would be running in the streets, they'd be tearing their hair out. People would be shooting everybody with guns. People would be peeing on each other. I throwing can't use dogs my phone. out the window. I can't use my phone. Can't there would be it would be I would be there be they be kicking dogs off bridges. It would be it would be it would be, it would be, it would be, it would be nuts. It be, it'd be but He said the first 3 days the, there was no government. The government shut down so they were told by the government and the police to loot all the stores because they needed water they, so the Mexico basically told them loot all the stores but only take the food and the water and people were of course they're taking everything but, yeah, right, but so right. he said that the first three days because there was no refrigeration he got all this meat and a lot of canned stuff and all this water but the first three days all he ate was meat because he knew it was going to go bad and after three days that was it and so then he was like eating canned stuff and fruit and trying his best. And But I mean, if you were going to make rice, you had to boil water. So you had to build a fire. So it, you could get charcoal. And you, I mean, a month, a motherfucking month. I think I'd be okay. But I think the rest, the majority of San Francisco would fall into chaos.
5: Um, I think the whole city of San Francisco would go to chaos. Yeah. Nuts. I mean, mm-mm.
4: Mm-mm.
5: people this is tech country we need a they need electricity well
4: we're all tech and we're so reliant on our tech it's Mm. uh it's i hear that's my okay i was like (laughs) such a cool song when did that get into cope (laughs) everybody's uh
5: young americans
4: well i miss david bowie too let's take this moment to remember david bowie i miss him of course Oh, and prints. Well, and prints. And
5: they, they, escaped, they escaped the horrors of,
4: of, the, yeah, of now. What,
5: what is now.
4: Well, I'm having existential crisis because I feel like what has meaning anymore? Like, I was in Mexico for a week and I didn't think about anything. We lived, I mean, we're frugal, but like I said, we, were, we had want for nothing and it was amazing and it was just, anyway. But I was like, what is like my purpose and I got all existential and I don't know if it was because I watched so much Rick and Morty yeah. or <laughs> if like I just I it was, it was like oh I used to have a purpose and that now that purpose didn't feel fulfilled and now I'm like oh I need a new purpose yeah I just don't know how to I I'm on a search for meaning ditto yeah I I don't know where to go from here I, I feel the same way. I feel like it has what i've what I've done obviously has to have had some meaning because it's meaning because it's led me to this place, right. But I feel like everything I have done hasn't accomplished the goal of a my happiness or b monetary or b society's vision of what success is. <laughs> so. I don't know where to go from here and I kind of feel like I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to not I want to stop trying I want to think a lot less maybe this is maybe the time less. to travel right this might be a really good time to this travel. might be the time to travel seriously yeah yeah oh
5: god damn it, yeah. damn it no, Bo- you get you get
4: we'll think about we'll think about boyo again in fact what we'll do is we'll look for uh hot dirty pee and the we're going to we're going to listen to one of the old songs, and see. uh Well, I mean that. God, I, I love the Trump one, but the, I mean there were there were a lot of them. We'll see if I can find them. And there's a that there's was a from
5: 2017
4: here. too. Yeah. Well, we we were trying to figure out what I mean, and and I think they still hold up. It'll be fun to if I can oh, find them to see.
5: We should come with some new ones. Yeah, well, I I mean... we got to do one for the NRA. That's a
4: good one. Oh, my God, the NRA.
5: Uh, Steve Mnuchin, the guy that, you know, uh, he's this uh, secretary of uh, horseshit. Right. Uh,
4: (laughs) I don't even know what's going on anymore because I can't even pay attention because it's too... It's stressful. And confusing. and It's fucking stressful. Hasn't he already done enough illegal things? Like, can't we just impeach him already? The whole thing with the guns, the children being shot in Maryland and then the yes, child the being three, shot. Ch- yes. The child the child. shot two people and then the child was shot by the guy that had the gun. Gun. Yeah. Because now I guess they get to have guns. If I had kids, which obviously I'm not going to, I would homeschool them. I would never let them well, go to a school. you heard about, oh, you, this happened while you were gone. Yeah, so, the Maryland
5: thing. No, that happened yesterday and then while you were gone... There was a teacher in um, outside Monterey here um, who he was a ex police officer and he was trained and he was teaching a a, a class a, a shooting class or whatever. Oh,
4: the guy shot himself in the foot.
5: No, this is a guy that shot up in the ceiling and the bullet fragments hit uh, one hit a the
4: child. Si- yeah, in the neck. What? Bullet fragments. Yeah. So just try to imagine. We were trying to teach gun safety in a class, and they hurt a child. The irony is very funny. Yeah. And by the way, he was sad. trained. He was pol- ex-police officer. So. Fully trained. Well, it's the same. We, we saw the video of the guy who was trying to teach kids that guns weren't safe. Yes. And he had a gun. And then he said, see, it's empty. And he shot it. And then he put it down. And there actually was a bullet in it. And he shot himself in the foot. <laughs> and But then he's trying to play it off like he's OK. But he shot himself in the foot. And the teacher goes up to him and goes, oh, Jesus. Because he shot, shot himself, himself in, in the, the foot. foot. And he's like, I'm the only one that's trained and perfect. And it goes off. And I was like, why? It's just, okay, so in Mexico, the guy uh, who was taking care of Adrian, a lovely fellow, amazing human being, uh, he's explaining, he's asking us, actually. He's like, why are kids shooting up schools? He's like, this is not a thing that happens here. This would never. Why is this? not just a phenomenon because that would mean that it happened once but that it is now becoming it's a thing it's, it's a like, constant thing it's a thing it's like um, it's like you could stereotype it's a trend it's a trend and it's something it's, could, not, it's not a good you, one no it's terrible but and we can look at how we looked at the, we, we looked at all the shootings we can see how they're be more and more and more it's they're happening in The time period is almost like every single time it happens, it halves the time period. Like the half-life of it is, it keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, absolutely. It's
5: not just a year. Like, uh, it used to be like, Remember it was just
4: Columbine? Yeah,
5: exactly. It was just Columbine. (laughs) It was just Columbine. And then there was a little bit, but you know what it was? After uh, the Bush administration lifted up the uh, assault rifles ban, that's when shit went crazy. So then that was Virginia Tech and... We went through that whole we video. We went through the whole list. Video, yeah. And some we forgot. Some we That's forgot. how many That's how terrible it's been it is. Yeah. since. Like, we can even go, we're, we don't have to go as far back as we did in the 1940s. Right, right, right. But if we go from Columbine, which is 99, to now, Holy shit. Right. There's Exponential like, growth.
4: It, Exponential yeah, growth. It's, it's, like, it, it's like a curve that starts to go up, and now it's just shooting up, and it seems like it just becomes, it's like a Superman ride.
5: And then, you yeah. know, I, the fact of the matter is just like, why does it happen all the time? I'll tell you why. Because fucking
4: Republicans so and Congress. This is, so. And,
5: and the NRA so
4: terrorist group. So there are multiple factors. So this was us trying, this was Jonathan and I tried to explain. In our words, why so I'll do it from myself. This is why I think that children in America are shooting up their schools. It starts. Uh, there's it's it's a it's a two pronged approach. It's one parents are uh, lazy and not are parenting. not parenting their children anymore, and they're using media to help parent their children. Ah, so yeah,
5: I agree with that. So one. there's
4: a there's a two pronged approach where. These two things are coming together, and parents can really pay attention to their children. It's the joke I have where, what's the difference between a nanny and a mommy at the park? What? There's no difference. Everyone's on their cell phone. No one's paying attention to the children. And the children could be dead right now. Nobody cares. Everyone's on their cell phone. Even the dogs have cell phones. Even the children have cell phones. Even the children are like, I don't want to go to the park. I just want to look at this thing on a screen. Okay, so we've got and that's now but those are the two things that are melding together but then we've also got parents telling their children that they're perfect special little angels even when they're piles of dog shit when they act horribly instead of giving them the stink eye or when they scream on the bus instead of taking them off the bus and saying that is not the way you act in public Mm -hmm. they just ignore it and keep looking at their phone so They're not engaging in the child. [SSSS1] They're not engaging in the child. [SS1] But then when they do engage in the child, they say, you're perfect. You're special. You're amazing. You're snowflake. And they've got that coming from media too. anything you want. You can believe you can achieve. You can do it. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Everything's great. So from this external thing of both parenting and the lack of and media and the pervasiveness of that you're being told you're special you're wonderful you're unique and then you get in school and you get with real kids and you realize that humans are horrible kids are fucking brutal. kids are brutal they are brutal I do not if you go back smell to my childhood. funny if you look funny if you don't even do anything wrong if you're too skinny if you're too fat if you're too tall you're too tall if you're too short if you're anything if you're not invisible then you're and people they will pick on you because they get together with group mentality because they don't understand social relations because they're being taught by screens which are not teaching them anything and they're being they're not being actually disciplined or there's nothing everything they want they get <laughs> they get it <laughs> I want to are <laughs> <laughs> in the you're in the store I want a candy bar I was in the aisle and there was a girl screaming about I want to make candy I'm like what the fuck don't you get no candy when you scream in the motherfucking store you get nothing you don't get rewarded for negative behavior fuck you and there's like Four adults and they're all just like catering this to this child, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so there's all that happening. But then they get <laughs> in school, they get in school, and then they realize that people are horrible people, and they get angry and they don't understand, and they're like, fuck it, and they just want to kill everybody. So and guns are easy, and they're available, and they've been watching all this media, and what's been on the media, that kid was disenfranchised and he went and shot up the school, and people are like I get it so, we're we're responsible for making this happen I, I wish the electricity would go out so we could not have we shouldn't let children consume, we shouldn't let anyone consume that much media as much as we do, but now, I'm told that I'm crazy because I don't consume media. So it's like, and people you know, say well, I, nothing will work unless well, you start here's, consuming media.
5: Well, here's here's what happens uh, when you consume media and you use Facebook as your personal fucking diary every day. You know what happened
4: with the whole Facebook thing. Now it's oh, nothing. Now it's going, everyone's moving away from Facebook.
5: Well, yeah, you know, because they sold um, uh, some uh, our uh, data To uh, the people, to the Russians that helped with the election, look that shit up. They sold our Facebook data to Russians, or to, or or to uh, it was to this group in the UK that worked, I think, along with the Russians. I could be wrong. I think I might be saying the story wrong. But basically,
4: we're just um, putting it in Facebook Russia, and we're seeing what comes out. Oh, lots of something. Facebook exit hints at dissent on handling Russian trolls. What does that even mean? Facebook exit hints at dissent on handling of Russian trolls, meaning the way the Russian trolls were handled, they dissented that there's a little... Ooh, this is very confusing. That's like a That's double negative that, in its that. own thing. Look up uh, Facebook. Cambridge Analytical Scandals Explained. That's Facebook it. Trump, Russia, WikiLeaks. This is from Vox. Fox or Vox? Vox, oh, V-O-X, V-O-X meaning Latin for voice. Cambridge Analytica and its many scandals explained. That's... The firm has close ties to Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon, man. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. <laughs> we have that song. We can play that. Worked for the Trump campaign and is now in some hot water.
5: Because Facebook sold our data for millions of... Like, I think... Uh, Yeah, millions of dollars and I think it was another 50 million users. To help swing the election Because since Facebook knows who you are They know what
4: you like, they, they know, know your political You know right. They know that I'm a communist, good yeah. And they're going to find me Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica, a political consulting firm That did digital work for Donald Trump's presidential campaign In 2016 has close ties to Steve Bannon And GOP mega-donor Robert Mercer Is in hot water after several recent reports Have raised ethical and potentially legal questions About its business practices The New York Times and Observer reported last week That Cambridge obtained private Facebook data, specifically information on tens of millions of Facebook profiles from an outside researcher who provided it to them in violation of his own agreement with Facebook. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Channel 4 News in the UK has posted video in which Cambridge CEO Alexander Nix said his firm conducts dirty tricks such as trying to tape its candidates' opponents accepting purported bribes or sending some girls around the opposing candidate's house. As As a result of these reports, Cambridge announced Tuesday afternoon it would suspend Nix pending an investigation. Even before all this, though, Cambridge was under scrutiny in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, both because Nix contacted Julian Assange Mm -hmm. of WikiLeaks that summer to discuss hacked Democratic emails and because of a broader question about whether Trump's digital operation collaborated with Russia in some way. And while all this has been going on, there's also been a heated debate in the political world about just what in the world Cambridge Analytica even does (laughs) and whether it's useful. Are they an ingenious, sinister operation that harnessed big data to power Donald Trump to victory, or are they, as many who've worked with them claim, sort of a joke or something in between? Before there was Cambridge Analytica, there was strategic communications laboratories group, SLC Group for short, founded in 93 by a British ad man named Nigel Oakes. It is basically a messaging and PR firm that's done work for governments, politicians and militaries around the world. Its clients included governments and politicians in Indonesia, Thailand, Kenya, the UK and elsewhere. Uh, Psychographic profiling. Here we go. SLC tends to describe its capabilities in grandiose and somewhat unsettling language. The company has touted its expertise at psychological warfare and influence operations, mm-hmm. it's long claimed that its sophisticated understanding of human psychology helps its targets and to, and persuades people of its clients' preferred message. Lately, its preferred buzzwords have focused on big data and psychographic profiling. <laughs> Yet, articles from the Wall Street Journal and Independent on SLC's work circa 99 and 2000 describes what sound like relatively standard political messaging and PR work for the Thai and Indonesian regimes, along with a penchant for secrecy and ethically questionable activities. Uh, Placing TV, it's blah, 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 blah. But but I want to hear about Russia. Uh, GOP. Here we go. We got some GOP. Uh, The Mercers agreed to provide 15 million for this project to do so. This project was called Ocean. Openness, consciousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. <laughs> you can take the test here. Um, so they're they're basically trying to. give us the right media they're They're,
5: taking they're taking our data from um like our uh, profiles on facebook or what have you and it's being sold so they're using a lot of psychological strategy to like some of the stuff the pop-ups that you would see on your facebook yeah but that were political or stories they would use those as a target to swing your vote or you know to basically you know post a fake story about, about right, right because my, they're doing yeah. fake
4: news. Gotcha, right. right, 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 right. So they know which fake news stories. Now that makes more sense. Yeah, but the thing is. We've made our people dumb. Like this yeah, has all uh, been a plan. This has been a plan yeah, since No Child Left Behind, since Bush, which is to make our people so dumb and so trust. You, when you let your guardians, yeah, exactly. That's our word. reliance upon media to tell us who we are and what we do and that how we consume. This is just so sad. We are all we are are number. We are just. It's all about money. And, we and are people, nothing. And you, how are we supposed to live our lives when everything is nothing? Like, how can we create meaning when there's this...
5: When I, there's fucking stupidity. It's all just it crazy. Pretty,
4: and the thing is just like, you know,
5: people, you know, people trust. Listen, I, I like social media. I love it. It's fun. I'm not on it every day because I like the real world more. Mm. And, but people... Trust, you know, people post things on Facebook when they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. People use it as their personal diaries. Stupid ass criminals post their crimes up there and then get caught anyway. That's funny. I mean, it is funny. That's very funny. When I watch Judge Mathis, most of the cases are because of something slanderous on Facebook or what wow. have you. People, I mean, really there's a good way social media is not your personal diary to put all your shit up there because it's for everyone and then also too and this is going further to like with myspace which i had back in the day you can't put everything out there for because it will be held against you and i've always felt the government will use whatever you put out there to hold against you or and look what happened now i mean your, your data is getting
4: sold i know but nobody wants my data (laughs) <laughs> no, my data nope. says nothing. Well, you're dead. You Your can't swing. Spe- they can't swing me. Like, they can't. Your data special. Yeah. No, I does. I don't, I'm, I, it's, I'm not special. I just, it's because I, I know how to read. And I, like, I have this thing called critical thought. Like, I can read things and analyze whether I think that they're, you know, good or but not. But this is, positive. like, one of the
5: tactics, like, a lot of the trolls have used to. The trolls. The trolls. No,
4: and, and the, the we- trolls, you know what? The trolls came out. Because when we started doing, when I, I started talking a little bit about, like, the 9-11 conspiracy and, um, and uh, uh, or it's not a conspiracy when I started posting stuff about that there were people that came out that were like Whew. I'm like I think they're paid yeah. by the other side to find this stuff and then there to comment it. on it yeah. and to make it bigger and ma- and people make you feel bad about yourself so they say the worst There's things, things th- they say you're stupid I, and stuff and I'm like I'm just saying that from the evidence that I've seen, and from the knowledge that I've compiled, it really seems like it was a controlled detonation, which means that somebody did it. And Listen. and I and I'd like someday to find out who the responsible party was and whether it was the guy, the Jewish guy who bought the building, doesn't matter if he's Jewish, but the rich man who bought the building and knew that it needed to be retrofitted for asbestos on, from floors 64 up, you know, or, you know, there was, they'd used asbestos in half the building and they knew they had to get it out and it would cost so much, you know, so all that stuff. And that, that he got the payout, he got the insurance payout that doubled because they said it was. he said it was two buildings and he fought for that and it was actually three buildings. Why, and then why would that, why would the building fall apart way far away that had all the paperwork that would have all the, I mean there was so much information that blew up because now everything's digital but all that information was from before everything was digital, before everything was in the cloud. So it was real, they blew up a building of hard evidence basically. They blew up. I'm curious to know what the trolls said. Okay. Oh, the trolls said all my stuff. Yeah. What, like, what did they say? Like, oh, uh, because, about, oh, they just said I was stupid, stupid, stupid. Dumb, yeah. dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, it's easy to find them real now. real proof. This is real proof. Blah, 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 blah.
5: Isn't it easy to, like, find out that you're a troll? Like, because I, I would get into it with people, like, uh, I remember I got into, into it with some, like, during the Michael Brown thing, and I'm just mm. like... It was really heated, but now I'm like, uh, when I post things on YouTube, or you know, add a comment, I, I always I always know who's trolling because it's always the ones that don't know how to spell. Uh huh. Um, can only say, like, this is this is fake news. You're an asshole. And I'm right, like, is right, that right. all you
4: got? Or they, you- they say, like, you're the dumbest person ever.
5: Yeah, and I'm just like, give me something. Can you can you throw something a little bit with logic?
4: It's so funny. They, he, God, I hate... I can't even see him on the side of things. thing. This is as Russian Connection. The emergence of Krogan's St. Petersburg connection comes as relations between Moscow and the West plumbed to new lows. Kogan, a U.S. citizen, uh, born in the... Oh, it's... You know, this is funny. It's not actually... It doesn't want to let me read this thing. It keeps popping up. It, it's like they really don't want you to uh, know what's going on.
3: Yeah.
4: Facebook and UK political consultant sued in data storm. Okay, so basically, the shit's hit the fan because. But that's so. What's gonna happen out of all this? That's that's the question, right? So does anyone? We don't have any.
5: We don't have the responsible adults in the room right now. So, we'll just let all the dictators and
4: all the assholes have their fun day. And and push the red button when um, it was Trump said something about he's he, uh, the the. Death penalty and drug oh, cases. Oh yes, yeah. During like, the Duterte, Duterte.
5: Duterte. Yeah. yeah,
4: and he supports that guy. He even said, he, "Like that's I support homie. that guy." Yeah, he so, uh, yeah. He likes dictators,
5: and I'm just like, so you, that does that mean that you're gonna kill all the doctors and people at the pharmaceutical right, company? Right. Because I think <laughs> I found I found that statement really funny because I was think I was thinking this nigga thinks that this is some homeboy on the corner selling some smack when it's actually no, it's. Dr.
4: Bryce Watkins. So here, Trump wants the death penalty for drug traffickers. He's got it. This is very sad. This is from NBC News. This is like, Trump wants the death penalty for drug traffickers. He's got it. Capital punishment is authorized against those who run a continuing criminal enterprise involving large quantities of drugs or that brings in $20 million over a one-year period. The death penalty for $20 million.
5: He's... It's not going to It's not gonna, it's not
4: gonna Legal happen. Legal analysis. Trump, Donald, President Donald Trump said Monday that one way his administration will combat the opioid crisis is by increasing criminal penalties, including seeking the death penalty for drug traffickers. You know, okay, so here's the thing, though, <laughs> that I heard about. Um, we were talking to some Canadian who's lived in Mexico forever at a bar, and he was saying that the way that the cartels work in Mexico is they won't... Like, they send... They basically send girls and young people up to the United States with tons of drugs on them. And they say, if you don't take these, we're going to kill your mom, your dad, your brother, your entire family. If you don't take these drugs across the border, and they're like, but I could get killed. And they're like, so now if they're saying they're going to kill drug traffickers, that means that people who are coming across the border are going to get they're killed. They're going to get shot because they're but what if that's the thing is we don't know what if that's a young person who's forced into doing it, it is, by someone a lot else? of the young kids a lot of the young kids and um, women
5: that are you know that have to do these the jobs for the cartels are forced into it it's they're not forced it's, into it. they're yeah. not like
4: gee i've always wow my whole life i've always wanted to run drugs across the border for you know some of them <laughs> I, <laughs> I, maybe, but i mean I, but the the but, concept of this basically we're saying is Let's just shoot. Uh, it's Yeah, we could get rid of the opioids if we just killed the drug dealers.
5: Yeah, war on drugs, part three. Right. Didn't work the first time. Yeah. It, I'm not worried about this, honestly, because he's got too much shit going on for him to even try to do any policy on this. And
4: Well, he's got to do some. He's not- he used to have some policy on the opioid crisis, but the problem is that... Because Even- he's a Republican, he won't give money to rehab centers. Like what we could yeah. do is put money into the, you know, we into get- safe injection sites, into rehab centers, into mm-hmm. how about not prescribing opioids for things yes, that don't there- need to have opioids prescribed? For how about?
5: penalize those companies and doctors who overprescribe
4: for these opioids. Oh my God. So our buddy, we have a comedian buddy who recently had some surgery and I said to him, Hey, watch out for those opioids. And he said, I didn't take, he didn't take any of them. He just took ibuprofen. He was like, I don't want to get hooked on it. I'm just not going to take it. My friend
5: who uh, he (laughs) ended up having to get an MRI, something went wrong with his back. And the doctor asked him, did he want to any oxy? He's like, I don't want to get hooked on that. And the doctor's like, you know what? I trust you. (laughs) So he gave him some other kind of uh, like uh, Tylenol.
4: I think it was Tylenol. Tylenol 3 has a little bit of codeine in it. It's no big deal. Yeah. The thing is you just need a you need, what you don't say what you need yes. less what you need less of is the opioid and what you need more of is the anti-inflammatory. So, if you could if you could just smoke pot and Duh. then use a topical, use like a an anti, a THCA balm on yourself for, you know, internal and external reduction of inflammation, that's all you need. Pain is inflammation. That's what it is,
5: and I can understand. Like, if you're in the hospital and you had like some like really extreme surgery or what have you, yeah, and you, you need like something like while you're in the hospital. That is, yeah, you got
4: you got Bing and you press the little button, right? And they give that it way they to can you. control they can yeah. control your There's intake nurses. or what have you,
5: right? Rather than like, well, here's a whole box of oxycot for you to take home. Make sure you use it pr- properly. Yeah, come on, because now. we
4: know that we as Americans we are gluttonous and we <laughs> over imbibe. That's the thing is. Media isn't bad, but it's bad when it's everywhere all the time all consuming. You know marijuana, okay, I do smoke it all the time, so that's not fair uh, but there's if just a moderation people and and now and then once you can't tell it, i've watched enough intervention to know. There's new seasons. I oh my god, I know. Oh, there's this new one. Okay, it's so good. It's, it's the heroin. The one. heroin triangle. I know it's north. It's we, in Georgia. Northwest or northeast of Atlanta. Right. There's a triangle and. Marriottville. You know what? And I watch my kid, I don't know what, what what went wrong. And it's like, well, now they're on drugs and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> the, one, the one girl and her boyfriend get and the, the guy couple. was like, he was oh like, well, mom, me, me, me. you're always bitching at me and that just makes yes. me want to do more drugs. Exactly. When bitching me, it just oh makes me God, God, to shoot That one made me so bad. So like, and the, the mom is out just, out taking,
5: it. just like, taking it. I'm just like, and he had the girlfriend living
4: there too. Girlfriend living there. And there, she's I just expected you clean the house it's like all i asked you to do to live here was clean, clean the house. house and they're like you bitching at me makes me want to do bitch. drugs you're a fucking bitch yeah it was i, I was, wish i could call my mom a uh, fucking bitch uh, it judge. was a oh, beautiful no. house it was nice but all that uh, yard people in their 20s need to pay their own motherfucking rent yeah.
5: <laughs> if you're gonna you're getting high again in my house what well, mom why'd you kick the motherfucker out Oh, and I like the first couple uh that had the kid, but the mom was watching the kid, but they went to rehab. I think it was the second episode when they went to rehab.
4: I watched yeah. those and I loved. It. Actually, this is this is funny. I mean, this is a personal story, but Those are some dusty ass, be, ass white
5: folks, though.
4: Damn. Uh, <laughs> so I had I it was like being on an episode of Intervention, but I mean, and maybe Old Dumbface will call in one time and tell us the story from his own perspective. But uh, so I made a bad, de- I made a poor decision. I, uh, being Pam Benjamin, I feel like I have a lot of responsibility to a lot of people and I try to always maintain my responsibilities. And sometimes I make the wrong choices in respecting those responsibilities. I was dog slash house sitting uh, a couple weekends ago. And a lovely, sweet dog. And I was staying there, and it was great. And I and I do it, and I love being there. Well, we had a, it was a Friday. We had a show here. It was fantastic. Jonathan and Steve. So Steve was staying here because he was going to stay with he stayed with my cat while we were in Mexico, and he worked at Jonathan's job. Blah 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 blah. So they went to Benders, and I was here. And then they came here, and they were pretty drunk. Well, Jonathan brought a bottle of whiskey, and I said, I don't want to drink because I'm trying to be a good example and we don't have alcohol here at Mutiny Radio and so I, as the leader, do not wanna have that bottle of alcohol, so he put it away. But he went off to skateboard hockey. Now, before he left, Steve Poggi said, oh, there's a bottle. So what I didn't know is that Steve had already had like three beers, two shots, and a bottle of Taka vodka. Oh, shit. Well, Jonathan gives him the bottle of whiskey and then leaves. Oh, He thought that he was going to give it to Alyssa to put in a flask somewhere. Anyways, so Jonathan should have, the bottle was my bottle. I should have put it away somewhere else and had it later or used it another time. But it ends up in Steve Poggi's hands. Oh, shit. He says to me the next morning the last thing he remembers is talking to John Gallagher outside and then blackout we can listen we can listen to it it's actually hilarious if we listen to the set it's he's so drunk he has no memory of this whatsoever so when he performed I have he was super this. drunk he was so drunk right so then the show is over I can't get him out from in front of here. He's being so loud and he's just screaming and being insane and falling over. And Alyssa Westerland's like, I'll take care of him. I'm like, You're never going to get him back to Oakland. You're never going to. It's never going to work. I cannot let him go with you. And then Keith D is like, I got him. I've been in this state before. I'm fine. I got this. I know what this is about. And I'm like, uh-uh. I can't leave my friend with Keith D. He's going he's gonna to get. Police are going to find him. He, this has happened before. He's woken up in the hospital with bills and being oh, maced. Yeah, yeah. And he's been.